Welcome back to the week of the Section 6 WrestleCast right here on the, the BICBP Radio Network. I am your host, Matt Johnson, and this is your home for all things Section 6 Wrestling High School and our three local colleges. Hope you're all doing well this week. It was our first busy week of action. Um, well, actually, just in general, our first week of action here in Section 6. A lot of dual matches. Uh, we had a bunch of tournaments this past weekend. And uh, it seemed everybody was going. Everyone was wrestling, and a lot of stuff happened. Uh, no guests today because uh, we got a lot to run through. So let's get through it. Uh, first off, to start, really two very, very special announcements. Two individuals uh, getting achievements, um, really big ones. I want to start off first uh, with Connor Kenny of Grand Island. He received his 100th career win this past weekend at the Sweet Home, uh, the Joseph Shiflet Memorial Duel Tournament. And the other one, uh, this is a really, really big deal. Uh, I was even messaged about this by um, the uh, the father of this uh, student athlete, Johnny Putney. Currently has the all-time wins at East Aurora High School. Uh, beating the f- the previous record uh, in his first match of the season. Uh, this was something that could have been attained last year. Unfortunately, he had a pullout of the state championship due to medical reasons. But as of right now, he has the East Aurora all-time wins record at 175 career wins and has started off the season 8-0. and Congratulations, Johnny Putney, on that very big accomplishment. Uh, I know I would love to have at least 100 wins, <laughs> let alone my school's, you know, record. That is just, that is really cool to see. Uh, I think Kevin, let me clarify the email. Kevin Cott may have been the previous um, record holder. Let me just double check the email here. Um, maybe I overlooked it. Um, but yes, he is... It could have been him. I could be mistaken. But, um, yes, Johnny Putney, all-time wins leader, East River High School. Congratulations, Johnny, on that one. Uh, let's get into our dual match results of the week. Now, I did my best to get every result. Um, what I did essentially was, and i got to give credit, uh, Matt O'Rourke uh, does a hell of a job of gathering intel and match results, tournament results, stuff like that as well as armdrag.com, who's been very good and uh, just really good to us, sharing our uh, podcast every week on their page, armdrag.com. They, one of the best uh, sites there is if you're looking up current results, uh, past results too. They are always uploading results, even as far back as like the ni- early 1900s. It's really cool to see. Uh, they do a really good job of archiving everything, and they've been so good to us sharing our podcast every week on their page. But a lot of my intel, most of my intel, is off of there. Um, if, like uh, I've said before, if you have information that you would like announced on the podcast, whether it be your team's uh, results, whether it be an accomplishment like Johnny Putney's or Connor Kenny's, email me uh, at section6wrestlecast at gmail.com. And that six is in the number six, not the spelled out alphabetical version of six. It is the section... Just section six wrestlecast at gmail.com. Please email me. Keep in touch. Uh, yeah, any inquiries? I'm pretty cool 
about that sort of thing. And I appreciate the help because uh, there was a lot, a lot going on this week. But let's start off with Tuesday's dual matches. Uh, the first one recorded, Amherst defeats Depew Cleveland Hill 63-21. to Getting wins for Amherst at 99 pounds, Riley Kirst, 106 pounds, Michael Ivey, 126 pounds, Antoine Walker, 138, Lennox Walker, 152, Ben Biscaglia, uh, 160, Matthew Mohen, uh, 170, Jonah Kriskis. I apologize if I botch any of these names. Um, I, I really do apologize. 182, Amandeep Dio, 195, Benjamin Levine, 20, 220, Raman Singh, and 285, uh, Ryan Bitka. I believe that's how it's pronounced. For Depew Cleveland Hill getting victories are Griffin Serdevin, uh, 132. Oh, I kind of did this one out of order. Apologize. Uh, that was 145, 132, Kenny Pitts, 113, Carson Alberti, and... 120 Amir Mohammed. Um, so those those are your victors of uh, Tuesday night's matchup between Amherst and Depew Cleveland Hill. Uh, Fredonia with an 84 nothing shutout victory over Barker Royhart. Uh, I don't I did not see the individual match results. I will just double check here on handy dandy armdrag.com. Okay. Well, I you know what I, I want to give the the winners and and stuff credit. So I'm going to run through the names here. At 99 pounds, Richard Mapes. Um, these are all Fredonia. Uh, they they won every match. 106, Lucas Hoffman. 113, Caleb Heisner. I apologize. 120, Peter Kalani. 126, Antonio Pagan. 132, Brandon Wallace. 138, Giovanni Russo. 145, Hunter Larson, 152, Dalton Gardner, 160, Lucas Green, 170, Cole Golombiski, 182, Sirik Kristen, 195, Alex Christie, 220, Jake Skinner, and 285, Yaniel Acevedo. Um, those are all of your winners from the Fredonia Barker Roy Hart match. Uh, as far as reported, that was everything that happened on Tuesday night. Wednesday, biggest day for duels going around here. Uh, Niagara Falls with a 92-0 win over CSAT. In the NFL, no individual match uh, matches were reported. Uh, Akron defeats Albion 49-36, to getting wins for Akron. Travis Fry at 99 pounds. Kieran Regan at 106. Liam Regan at 120. Nick Wood at 132. Dakota Sosha, I think that's how it's said at 138 145 Ryan Yeager 152 Christian Humbert 160 Luke Lojek and 220 Millard Young getting wins for Albion Amelicare Morales one at 113 126 Zach Albright 170 Jesse Cruz 182 Cameron Bell 195 Ben Restivo and 285 Cody Wilson those are your winners of uh, the individual matches for Akron versus Albion. Lewiston Porter kicked off their season with a big victory over league rival Lockport, winning 48-36. At 99 pounds for Lewis, these are the winners for Lewiston Porter. At 99 pounds, Caden Berrientos, 106, Michael Giannini, uh, 
120 Trent Reed, 132 Mike Wilson, 138 Kieran Edwards, 145 Jeffrey Hayhurst, 195 Trevor Thompson, 285 Jared Rebond for Lockport, 113 Ethan Perkins, 152 Sharif Payne, 160 Gerardo Laredo Diaz, 170 Brandon Larkin, 182 Malik Shannon, and 220 Connor Regis. Those are your individual uh, matchup winners for uh, Luport versus Lockport. Flipping the page here, a new fane defeats league rival Medina, 75 to 12. Winners for new fane, a 99 pounds Dominic Massar, 106 Andrew Luzinski, 113 Adam Huntington, 120 Josh Gill, uh, who's I think that's a Lockport transfer if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 126, Camden Rowles, 138, Nick Volker, 145, Ryan Nugent, 152, Phil Stevenson, 160, Simon Lingle, 170, Christian Carter, 182, Matthew Quattrini, 220, Ryan Holtz, and 285, Ty Castanelli, getting wins from Medina, Colby Petrie, and at 132, and then at 195, Riley Black. Moving over. Niagara Wheatfield took on league rival North Tonawanda Lumberjacks, getting wins for the Niagara Wheatfield Falcons at 99 pounds. Elijah Greenow, 106. Tremel Matthews, 120. Colin Kogenhauer, 126. Noah Bennett, 132. Kyle Jungier. And again, I apologize if I mistake any of your names. Please uh, email me with the pronunciation. Break it up for me uh, so I don't make that mistake again. 138, Justin McDougall. 145, Jacob DeWolf. 152, Ali Asaf. 160, Warren McDougall. 170, Jacob Tibble, or Tebow, I apologize. 182, Josh Tebow. 220, Noah Mixon. And 285, Kevin Halford. Getting wins for NT are stud Ty Bartolome and Cameron Holmes at 195. Going down, star point, Will South. Getting uh, Star Point defeats Will South 57-223. Getting wins for Star Point at 99 pounds. Gage LaPlante at 113. Derek Knippel at 120. Christian Lasher, 126. Gavin Lyres, 132. Sam Stolting, 138. Jacob Eckler, 145. Cameron Knippel, uh, 170. Justice Beck, Justin Oh, boy, that's a botch. 195, Beckham Peeler. 220, Gabe Lee. And 285, David Meyer. For Will South, getting victories. Bradley Evelt at 106. 152, Rashad Ahmed. 160, Jonathan Clifford. And 182, Ethan Tong. Um, Wilson and Barker Roy Hart. Let me get their match score. Wilson scored 42... And Barker Royhart scored 36. Wilson defeats Barker Royhart. Getting wins for Wilson at 99 pounds. Dakota Wagner, 113. Luke Atlas, 126. Alan Schultz, 132. Cameron Guy, 182. Anthony Dispenza, 195. Aaron Horvath. Just clarify that. Aaron Horvath, yep. Uh, 
and ter 285 Terry Shaughnessy uh, for Wilson. Those are your individual match winners for Wilson. For Barker Royhart at 120, Michael Burrows. At 138, Josh Haley. At 145, Colby Hancock. At 152, Zach Hill. At 160, Jamison Crafts. 170, Andrew Schaefer. 220, Carson Grover. Those are your victors um, for the Barker Roy Hart team against Wilson. Uh, St. Joe, or actually Spencerport. Uh, this was Thursday night, actually. Spencerport traveled to St. Joseph's Collegiate Institute and defeated St. Joe's 58 to 15, getting victories for St. Joseph's at the very top of the weight classes. 185, Matthew Wirtz, 220, Charles Morrison, and 285, Caleb Leswing. Um, yeah, all right. Excuse me. Also, Thursday night, Grand Island defeats, uh, it says Kenton. It could be, I would imagine, Ken West, Ken East, um, that combination. But if, four, if Grand Island wins 48-21, to 21, uh, Falconer defeats Dunkirk 87 to zip. Uh, those last two matches, there was no individual match results played. Um, four postponed matches: Gowanda and Chautauqua Lake, Franklinville, Fruz, Franklinville, Frewsburg, uh, Southwestern versus Fredonia, and Sweet Home versus Pioneer. Those are all of your, all of the reported dual matches of the week. Um, if you get when you guys complete. Your dual matches, if you don't mind sending me maybe the track wrestling link or just sending me in, in you know individual match results, I'd appreciate it. I want to give every kid their recognition, and sometimes not all the, the information is available upon time of recording. There's a lot of teams that I could track down um, and get those results, but I, I would appreciate if uh, made things a little bit easier for me um, so I can give your kids and your team the credit they all deserve. Had a couple tournaments this weekend, um, a handful more so. Uh, Lockport traveled to the Bill Anderson Memorial Tournament in Cicero North Syracuse High School, placing for Lockport at 220 pounds. Connor Regis taking first place at 113. Ethan Perkins fifth place, and 170 pounds Brandon Larkin takes fifth place. Those are your place winners for Lockport Lions at the Bill Anderson Memorial Tournament. At the Byron Bergen Invitational this past weekend, Pioneer took first place in the overall tournament. And placing for them are at 285 pounds, Trevor Smith takes first place. Um, the following weight classes or individuals took second place at 120, Daniel Kirsch. And 132, Frank Raz. Both those individuals took second place. The following individuals took third place at the Byron Bergen Invitational for Pioneer. At 99 pounds, Xander Kirsch. 113, Donald Bennett. 132, Alex Miley. 145, Aether Fomatha. Uh, 152, Cameron Riordan. And 160, Josh Wynn. Um, and for, in fourth place for Pioneer at 170, Mike Robley. Chautauqua Lake, Section 6 team as well, uh, took second place with the following individuals uh, taking first. At 99 pounds, Martin Olson, 
112 Trent Burchanowski, and 138 Austin Borges. Um, again, I apologize. Those individuals took first place on the weekend. Force to Taco Lake taking second at 145 Brendan Ramsey, and at 220 Ben Szymanowski. Taking third place for Chautauqua Lake at 106, Jada Malecki. And at 126, Brendan Rowe. And taking fourth place for Chautauqua Lake, 99 pounds, Jack Burgoyes. Um, that is your Chautauqua Lake place winners at the Byron Bergen Invitational. There was also two more Section 6 teams present. Uh, Medina had three kids place. At 106, Rashawn Bloom. It took first place. At 126, Colby Petrie took second. And at 195, Riley Black took third. For Albion, 182, Ben Restivius, Restivo, excuse me, second place. 285, Cody Wilson, third place. And in fourth place, at 113, Emilicar Morales. Morales. Wrote down a lot today. Wanted to be pretty prepped. Um, our Canisius Crusaders traveled to the Holly Kendall Duels and went 5-0 and at the tournament. I don't have individual match results um, for the individual wrestlers, but I do have team scores. Uh, Canisius went 5-0 and on the day. Congratulations to Coach Dave Wilcox. Uh, Canisius won their first match 61. Um, they scored 61. Campbell, Savona, Bradford, 22. Second match, Kanisha's 59, Easter Rondecoy, East Ridge, 28. Third match, Kanisha's 46, Holly Kendall. Looks like I, <laughs> looks like I didn't write that one down. Um, get that score for you. I apologize. Excuse me, Canisius 46, Holly Kendall 22, and it looks like Canisius dueled Lindenville twice. The first time winning 64 to 18, and the second time winning 55 to 18. Um, that is Canisius winning the Holly Kendall duels. Now, uh, one of my favorite tournaments from when I went to high school, um, Niagara Falls used to travel there. There's actually a much bigger showing of Section 6 teams at this tournament, but is the Matthew Marino uh, Memorial Tournament at Webster Schroeder High School in Section 5. Niagara Wheatfield won the tournament first place, 357 points, uh, defeating, I forget who the second place team was, but they scored about 60 more points than they did. Um, I'm going to go in order of placement, and I'm only going to do top six for this. Um, and probably for the rest of the tournament, or rest of the, the season as well when it comes to announcements. Uh, winning the tournament for Niagara Wheatfield at 138 pounds, Justin McDougald. At 152 pounds, Warren McDougald. Taking second place for Niagara Wheatfield. At 120, Colin Koganauer. At 170, Josh Tebow. And at 220, Calvin, Ke- excuse me, Kevin Halford. Taking third place for Niagara Wheatfield at 126 pounds, Noah Bennett. Taking fourth place for Niagara Wheatfield, 145, Jake DeWolf. And at 285, Anthony Luzinski. Taking fifth place for Niagara Wheatfield, 99 pounds, Elijah Greeno. And at 160, excuse me, 160, Jake Tebow. 
And at 195, uh, taking sixth place, Noah Mixon. Um, the other Section 16 present for that tournament it was Fredonia. He had four place winners. As much That's what I counted. Uh, could be mistaken, but uh, what I have here. Uh, winning the tournament for Fredonia at 220 pounds, Jake Skinner. Uh, at 285, Yaniel Acevedo takes second. Uh, taking third place for Fredonia at 145, Dalton Gardner. And taking fourth place for Fredonia at 138 pounds, Giovanni Russo. Next up here, we have the South Town Duels. Uh, good mix of teams here. And I don't have individual match scores um, for that. It would be a lot. Um, but what I do have is, um, well, start off. St. Francis won the tournament overall going 8-0. Orchard Park uh, with a big showing going 7-1. It's actually really cool to see that program starting to really turn around. Because um, I know they were down for a long time. And it's it's really, really cool to see um, things changing uh, around there. Uh, I'm not sure who the coach is off the top of my head. But uh, whoever you are. Uh, congratulations for you know this is this is a really this is a bright spot uh, for Orchard Park and a good sign of things to come. Um, but anyways, for St. Francis, their dual matches they won the following dual matches. Um, they defeated Lakeshore 54 to 31, defeated Salamanca 66 to 9, defeated Eden 54 to 30, defeated Hamburg 47 to 27. Defeated Luport 60 to 18, went over East Aurora 60 to 31. Orchard Park defeated Orchard Park 45 to 42. Uh, so Orchard Park gave them their biggest, their closest run, um, and defeated Gowanda 63 to 15. Those are your victories for St. Francis in the Southtown duels. Orchard Park defeated the following teams with a 68 to 11 victory over Luport. Uh, beat East Aurora 44 to 32. Defeated Salamanca 81 to 3. Defeated Gowanda 57 to 24. Defeated Eden 47 to 30. Defeated St. Mary's 73 to 12. Defeated Lakeshore 44 to 37. Yes, those are your Orchard Park victories for the Southtown duels. For Hamburg, who took third place in the dual uh, meet tournament, Hamburg defeated Eden 52 to 28, defeated Lakeshore 48 to 24, defeated St. Mary's 58 to 19, defeated Salamanca 66 to 24, and defeated East Aurora 50 to 36. East Aurora had two victories over the weekend, defeating Gowanda 55 to 15 and Luport 48 to 25. Lakeshore had one victory uh, over East Aurora, 45 to 42. Salamanca had one victory, defeating Luport, 36 to 30. And Eden had one victory, defeating Luport, 57 to 12. Those are your team scores for um, the Southtown duels at St. Francis High School. Tonawanda duels. Um, I did not get a full team report from that. The only team uh, who reported to me was Coach Giancola of Niagara Falls, and I appreciate that, Coach G, for filling me in. Um, I did not see yeah, an overall team score, but I do know that Niagara Falls won their uh, 
won the tournament, defeated every team that they wrestled. Looks like they went 7-0 and on the day. Um, and there are, here are your scores. Niagara Falls defeated Amherst 36-31. to uh, Niagara Falls defeated Clarence 45-31. to uh, One over Newfane 60-25. to uh, Niagara Falls defeated Star Point 49 to 30. Uh, got a win over Tonawanda 73 to 9. Beat West Seneca 40 to 31, and Will North 59 to 27. Uh, Coach G wanted me to acknowledge that Willie McDougal, Sincere Humphrey, and JoJo Dixon were undefeated on the weekend. But I did hear some uh, really f- cool stories and uh, you know about guys bumping up to wrestle better competition. And this is what I was informed um, about. Uh, I wanted to. Get, I was told to give Mike Cantonzero, who went six and one, uh, a shout out. He lost. He um, against Aiden Rabido. He bumped up to wrestle Aiden Rabido of Clarence, um, which is really cool. Aiden Rabido bumped up to wrestle Zach Bradle and fell to Bradle three and one. Bradles of Tanawanda and. Uh, Zach Bradle and Willie McDougal wrestled. Um, Willie defeated him seven to four. Uh, I think it's awesome that the instead of just getting wins in your weight class, that you're bumping up to to wrestle uh, better. You know, really good competition. And the, the, some of these kids, um, Cattens are out. Rabido, um, Bradle, Willie are some of the best kids in Section Six wrestling right now. And uh, I know a lot of coaches see it, and it takes it. It shows character. Um, right now, the beginning of the season, it's all about grinding. It's all about that grind, getting those tough matches out of the way. Uh, things really, you know, the wins really become important. I mean, you know, win if you can, but the wins really become important once postseason gets here. Till then, take your lumps, learn, um, loot, you know. Yes, you may lose a match, but uh, you only really lose a match if you fail to learn from it. Um, so keep that in mind. The early season, if you if if there's a challenge and you know had maybe a weight class up, just talk to your coach. Try and get it. Get that match experience. Become better. Better yourself. Uh, iron sharpens iron is what I've been told many a time. Uh, and you know the more opportunities you, you make for yourself and to bump up in a weight class and go wrestle a tougher kid. Um, it's only going to make you better. So I uh, just wanted to give a shout-out to those gentlemen, um, very talented wrestlers, all of them, and I appreciate that, the fact that they bumped up, stepped up to a challenge, and uh, while they may not have won, uh, they are better wrestlers for it. That's what I'm trying to say. Um, here we go. Biggest uh, tournament, one of the other biggest tournaments of the weekend was the Sweet Home, the Joe Shiflett uh, Team Duel Tournament. A lot of teams here. Your top five team. well, here, I'll, I'll run through order. There was a couple uh, similar records, but uh, I was not given individual match results. Uh, I did not find those, so I apologize. Although, like I said, it would have increased the show exponentially. Uh, Falconer wins the Sweet Home Duels. Eight, um, eight wins, zero losses. Iroquois takes second, seven and one. Uh, Section five team Attica, Attica Batavia, 
takes third place at six and two. Grand Island, Churchville, Chilai, and Frontier. Uh, Churchville, Chilai being out of section five. The other two teams, section six, all tied for fourth at five and three. There may have been a tiebreaker over one of them, um, but they both hit, they all three have a five and three record. Depew, Cleveland Hill, uh, with a four and four record, and and then North Tonawanda, then Kenmore, then Maryvale, Akron, and is it Sweet uh, Sweet Home? Uh, congratulations to Corey Day on winning the most outstanding wrestler of the Sweet Home tournament. Uh, but those are the results that I was given. Now, that was pretty much all of the action, uh, high school wise, in section six. But we don't want to get uh, forget about our college wrestlers. Um, and a very good friend of me, yes, he requested to remain anonymous, and I, I will honor that. Um, gave me an idea of looking out for those those section six kids that have graduated that are wrestling out of area, doing really big things for themselves. And uh, I was like, you know what? That is a fantastic idea because we don't do that anymore. I know uh, way back in the day, it wasn't that long ago, but uh, maybe about 10 years ago, there was a website around called sec6.com. And what it was was an online forum thread uh, people would bring up discussion pieces. I don't know where it went, when it went away exactly, but they would bring up discussion pieces uh, to talk about, you know, different stuff. Tournament results uh, came up with rankings, and there was some trash talk on there. Uh, but one of the things that I liked that they did was kept track of all the the former Section Six wrestlers who graduated, moved on to out of area schools, um, and we're gonna get better. This is just our first attempt at this, and I, I want to tell this my uh, this friend that provided me with the information that I appreciate it very much. It helps make my job a lot easier, and uh, this is going to get better. This is, our, this is our rough draft, essentially, and we are going to look at our out-of-state, out-of-area D1 uh, alum, oh, Section 6 alumni. Uh, we have 10 wrestlers that are wrestling for Division One colleges formerly of Section 6, and two coaches. If there is anybody we are missing, again, please email me at section6wrestlecast at gmail.com. And this is our roundup for the weekend. This past week, Andrew Shomers of Oklahoma State, uh, formerly of Lewiston Porter, had a win versus Wyoming in his first home duel for the Cowboys. Andrew is 2-1 on the season with his next match coming up against in-state rival, the Oklahoma Sooners, who uh, Section 6 alumni from Roy Hart, Lou Roselli, is the head coach. That's an interesting dynamic there. Lathel Seuss, also of Lewiston Porter, this past weekend finished third at the Navy Classic. Brandon DeLavia, who uh, wrestled for Lewport at a time, I forgot. He went to an academy, um, really big private school academy, um, in the middle of his high school career, who... uh, Yes, wrestler for Stanford now. Finished fourth at the Roadrunner Open at uh, Princeton. Uh, Alex Smythe of, uh, from UB, who was also wrestled for Eden in high school, had a win versus Jake Tucker of MSU in a recent duel. Tyler Hall uh, of East Aurora, wrestles for University, uh, UPenn. One and two at the, went one and two at the Keystone Classic. Ryan Burns of Clarence wrestled for, I want to imagine Sacred Heart. It says Secret Heart here, but I want to imagine it's Sacred Heart. 
uh, 2-0 and at the Journeyman Duels. And Air Force head coach Sam Barber of Franklinville he had a dual win over Fresno State 19-15 to uh, this past week. Congre- congratulations to all of those gentlemen uh, on your continued success in wrestling outside of Section 6. I know... I know I'm proud of all of you uh, for continuing it, and it's, you know, that the college experience, being away from home, it's a really cool thing. Uh, it can be a little overwhelming at times, but uh, just know there's a lot of people at home, all of you, uh, that supports that support each and every one of you and what you are doing uh, in your wrestling careers. Local tournament, the biggest uh, tournament this weekend uh for local colleges was the NCCC Open, uh, which is always a good time. Brought back a lot of uh, local kids, actually. NCCC uh, placed 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9. Looks like 10 kids here, and I'm going to run through it. Uh, JCC, Jamestown Community College, another college that we cover, was also present at this tournament, as well as a UB, probably a B team. I'm not completely sure, but they had some guys attend and place as well. So let's run through NCCC's showing. At 125 pounds, Greg Quinn takes second place at the NCCC Open. Matt Gano uh, of Will South takes fifth place, um, formerly of Will South. At 133 pounds, Jacob Bell uh, takes second place, and C.J. Walls, takes fifth. At 141 pounds, Freddie Eccles takes second place. 149, Cottrell Jackson takes third place. 157, Michael Phelps takes fifth place. 174, Adam Mateo takes sixth place. 182, Sergio Crespo takes fourth. And at 197, Russell March takes sixth place. Those are NCCC's place finishers for this past weekend's NCCC Open. For Jamestown Community College, at 125 pounds, Paul Manning takes sixth place. 174 pounds, Daniel Torres, who is Falconer uh, alumni, takes second place. 182, Cameron Page takes first place. He had a really interesting finals match um, against another Section 6 alumni who goes to Alfred State, and that is Tristan Allmetter. Uh, Cameron Page won that match. Tristan took second and actually in third place of that weight class. Uh, former Grand Island wrestler uh, wrestling at Brockport now, Danny Emblidge. Um, yes, took third place at 184 at the NCCC Open. Back to JCC, their last place for Wyatt Holly at 197 takes fourth place. For the University of Buffalo, or at Buffalo, however the however you say it. At 141, Marcus Robinson takes first. Uh, he defeated Freddie Eccles in the finals. At 157, Michael Pettit uh, takes second. And 165, Dylan Ross takes first place. I don't see any dual matches here. Um, yeah, I didn't see. I know the Bulls lost to Michigan State. Yes, they did. Um, this past week, Buffalo fell to Michigan State, twelve to twenty-eight, getting wins for the Bulls at one thirty-three. Derek Span with a eleven to five decision. Uh, Alex Smythe, Jake mentioned uh, that in our our, our D one roundup uh, over Jake Tucker, MSU. Uh, 
Brett Perry at 197, won by decision, 8-5. And at 285, number 18, nationally ranked Jake Gunning, won by decision over Christian Rubitaro of MSU, 7-4. Those are your individual match winners for UB versus Michigan State. We got through that a lot quicker than I thought. Oh, yes, there is some other stuff. Um, so, yeah, anyone pretty much who went out this weekend, um, if you have a story to tell, you know, as, as far as these matches, story to tell, email us, and uh, I want to hear all about it. I don't get to get out as much as I used to. I, I am going to be making some appearances at some of these tournaments, uh, but it was cool to see that there was so much going on, and we actually have quite a bit going on this upcoming weekend, Friday, December 7th, and Saturday, December 8th, there's quite a few tournaments going around here. Um, so make sure you go check them out. Uh, I know I tweet about it often, is to go support Section 6 Wrestling. Um, it's important. It's important. We need to fill these gymnasiums and support our kids. Uh, if if you have the time, obviously, just just go do it. Uh, it means a lot. You know, alumni going to your high school's dual matches, Um going to see a friend, a relative, relative's child, anything like that. Just go support it. Um, I know it means a lot to the kids. Let's continue to fill these gymnasiums and pack them. Uh, my anonymous source didn't, you know, he, he reminded me about how wrestling, you know, these wrestling, there's no, like, wrestling crowds anymore. Yes, you get the tournaments where it's filled with kids and kids' parents and stuff, but... Like dual matches, you know, sometimes I've seen dual matches with five people in the crowd. My senior night, uh, I will never forget this. It was a it was snowed out originally. We were facing Luport, and uh, it was the same weekend as the Luport tournament. And my senior night, my last night, uh, quote-unquote, wrestling at home, uh, was in front of a handful, only the, really the seniors' parents, Lou Port's team, uh, you know, which is still cool. Niagara Falls and, and our, our coaches, obviously, but that was uh, that was my senior night. It was, it was pushed into the small gymnasium, and uh, that's, that was my last time getting my hand raised in uh, Niagara Falls. So go support these. I mean, I, I watch videos all the time of the old days, uh, 2004. You know, uh, there, I found a DVD. It was Niagara Falls and Niagara Wheat Field, and uh, it was in their main the main gymnasium, and they had both sides opened up. Both sides of the the gymnasium opened up, which they only now do for basketball, if I'm not mistaken. But both sides were open up. Both sides were packed, um, and I was like, wow. You know, how cool would that have been to be wrestling with that kind of energy around you? You know, just that all the screaming and yelling. Um, it makes for Makes for a good time. Pumps people up, psychs people out, uh, but it's it's pretty good energy to be around, and I wish I wish it was like that. I really do. Um, but anyways, enough preaching. Week number three. Here we are. Uh, technically week number two of the varsity season, but the upcoming tournaments for the weekend: the Pioneer Duels. Um, at Pioneer High School, December 7th and December 8th. The only participating teams listed, I don't know if this is the complete list, uh, but Section 6 teams are Fredonia and Pioneer. Also have Hilton, Letchworth, and Victor of Section 5. 
another tournament here, the 14th annual Cheektowaga Warrior Duels. Participating teams, Cheektowaga, Niagara Wheatfield, Spencerport, St. Joseph's, and Webster Schroeder of Section 5. Next up here, the Portville Invitational Wrestling Tournament. Participating teams, a good mix of Section 5 teams, maybe a couple other ones. Cataraugus, Little Valley, uh, Franklinville, Fredonia, Frewsburg, Gow, Iroquois, Jamestown, Lackawanna, Luport, Portville, Salamanca, uh, St. Francis. I thought I seen Luport on another one. I'm not sure what that's about. Um, but this is this is according to armdrag.com. It may be a typo. Um, and next up, Batavia. Yeah, this can't be right. Um, it says here, participating teams, Alden, uh, Kinesis, Luport, Lockport, Medina. Those are your Section 6 teams. I would imagine that's what they're doing. I'm not 100% sure, um, but I would imagine that's what they're doing. Next tournament, the 52nd Annual Penfield Tournament. We have a couple Section 6 teams going out that way. We have Lakeshore, Lancaster, Tonawanda. Those are your Section 6 teams going out to Penfield this weekend. Also this weekend, Coach the Coach John Vesper Memorial Tournament at Clarence High School. It's always a good time honoring a great coach. Um, everyone always speaks very highly of Coach Vesper, um, and it was really cool. Uh, my senior year, coach, my coach, uh, Coach Martinez, won his uh, won an award in his honor. Um, but yes, I've always heard very good things about Coach Vesper. It's unfortunate, um, you know, everything that's happened, but um, it's cool to see that this Memorial Tournament is still going on. Participating teams for the John Vesper Memorial Duels, Akron, Clarence, Frontier, and Grand Island. Um, also has two Section 5 teams here, Perry and Pittsford. Let's see, nobody going to Lindenville. Uh, it said there's an SGI duel, Springville Griffith duels. Um, it just says one team listed, which is Springville, Springville Griffith, so I'm not sure what the deal with that is. And the Star Point duels, it just has listed Niagara Falls and Star Point as the participating teams. I'm sure there's more than that, and we will see what the results this week. Um, that's pretty much that's pretty much what I got as far as results on the week. Um, just maybe a little advice to kids. I want to close the show off with it. Actually, went a lot faster than I thought it would. Um, but like I said a little bit earlier about these early season losses. Learn from them. Your season is definitely not over yet. Um, we see it in sports all the time. Teams start off with rough losses, bouncing back and making uh, miraculous postseason runs and, and all that stuff. In fact, probably a little over 10 years ago, uh, I've heard this before. It was a, uh, Niagara Wheatfield wrestler by the name of Jihad Ali um, had a rough regular season, but he ended up winning class tournament that year. Um, I think it was I think it was his eighth grade year, maybe. Um, I could be misinformed, but uh, you know things can change if if you really if you grow from your losses. It's it's not over yet. It's only the it was only the first weekend of varsity action. So much to do. Um, just study. 
study, listen to your coaches, learn, stay after in practice. Coach Giancola, uh, head coach Niagara Falls now, was assistant coach when I was in high school. He used to stay with me and uh, my old wrestling partner, Kenny Hamilton. Uh, he used to stay extra, extra with us at the end of the day, and we would run laps or we'd do a little extra workout, and uh, it went a long way. It helped me, helped me grow as a wrestler. See if you can get a coach to do that. Take take advantage. I'm sure you have at least one coach on your team, maybe all of them, that is willing to stay after and work with you. Ask for advice. And uh, don't let it go in one ear out the other. Really listen and focus on it. And you'll start to notice that stuff. You'll start to notice it in your next matches. You really do. Uh, coach Gene Cole did a lot for me in high school. By staying after with me, by uh, it was a different time, but back then coaches could wrestle with the with their, the student athletes, and I learned so much from Coach Giancola. He was the first coach that actually got on the mat and rolled around with me, and I learned so much doing that. And while I know that's not really a thing to do now, um, your coach can still get that, give you that one-on-one time. Maybe you and a partner, and demonstrate stuff, teach you, you know, teach you something that you're, you're messing up on. It could be just a little thing. Um, just take the extra effort. These are, these can be the, the best days of your life or the worst ones, but you will never, ever, ever get high school wrestling back. Take advantage of every minute, make it your lifestyle, and learn from every loss, and you will come out a better wrestler in the end and a better person. I can assure you of that. Everybody, thank you so much for tuning in this week on the Section 6 WrestleCast. I appreciate your listenership and your support. Please, if you like what you hear here, share it. Tell your friends. We have a Facebook page, and I'm going to start doing more as far as getting interaction on there. Just uh, this past weekend, I posted a question about um, oh, name, name your top the top five wrestlers from your high school history ever. Um, and it, it, it got a couple responses from people I didn't know, but uh, I was glad it did. And it's a good discussion. We have I'm going to do more of that, and I want people to interact and I want people to listen uh, to this show. Uh, yes, yeah, so just keep working, keep grinding hard, and as. Uh, John Hoover Blueport always says, hard work works. Put in the time. Good luck, everybody, this week in your dual matches and tournaments. I will see you next week.